Is there anything that you eat straight out of the jar alone in the kitchen? You pray that nobody comes around the corner. I uh, went to school with a girl whose sister, I walked into their kitchen and she was eating mayonnaise straight out of the jar yeah. with, a spoon, with a spoon. No, we don't yeah. do that. Isn't that sick? Like pickles. Oh yeah. I'll eat right from the jar. Especially those little like pepper pepperchinos or whatever they're called. You get them at Quiznos. They're like the light green spicy pickled peppers that you bite off and then you end up with the stem in your hand. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I think they're called pepperchinos. I eat those out of the jar like crazy. Okay. I should start reading them, I guess. Do you stick your dirty fingers into the salty water? Yeah. I can usually just put my lips around the jar and- Just drink? And just, no, and just like suck one out. Ew. Yeah. What do I eat privately in the kitchen hoping no one would come in? Everything. Yeah. It's like you'll have dinner in the kitchen while I'm like setting the table and you just stand there and eat. Yeah. Well, because then it just gives me more opportunity to continue to eat. To get seconds and not be shamed about it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think there is any shame in our house. No. I think there's no judges. No, there's support for like health and wellness. For sure. But eh, there's judgy when I'm pouring drinks. You get judgy. Well, because you're like, oh, I only had one. And I'm like, that had nine ounces in it. That's not one. <laughs> That's not, you can't even fit nine ounces in a cup with ice. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ryder and Lisa replay. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Check out the Southtown Hyundai Advantage at southtownhyundai.ca. There's a woman, a nurse in the UK, who was in a coma because of COVID for 28 days, and she had signed off on using experimental drugs if necessary. When I was intubated, I signed up uh, for a study. I allowed my medical team to give me whatever it takes to get me better. So Viagra was the last resort. Viagra. Wow. That's what they gave her. I've never had a little blue pill. Have you? I have, yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I should explain maybe no, because absolutely. of my age. Is that why you took it? No, no. But like it's, it's rare that somebody maybe my age would take one. Okay. Uh, my first experience... She said something really strange that she had to go to the bathroom and and take care of something. And uh, it threw me off. And then... So then it ruined it for you. Yeah. And then the next like three experiences, I got so nervous that was going to happen again. You got that, in your head the wrong one. Exactly. And so then a girl I dated was like, well, we just need to get you over the hump pun intended. <laughs> and uh, so she actually got it for me, like went to the doctor and asked for it. And I uh, didn't. It worked. It worked. She was she's a genius. Uh, but it actually got stuck in my throat the first time I tried it. You didn't have water around? <clears throat> yeah, I, I ended up with like a stiff neck for How big weeks. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, do any of our <laughs> listeners use them on the regular? Genuine question. But apparently it was originally intended for a heart medication. So that's why this oh. girl, it kind of kick-started oh. things for okay. this nurse, Monica, who's now doing quite well. She sounds good. Um, yeah. So these scientists created this pill and then noticed, whoa. <laughs> hey, look at that thing. What's happening down there? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, an interesting 
Side effect to a heart medication. Hmm. So good for her. Glad she's doing well. I think we should do a quick poll and like no shame here. If you got to use the pill, you got to use the pill. Well, and I've even heard, I don't know if this is good advice, but with some of those, like even like a quarter pill just gets, thing, gets things rock and rolling a bit. Dang. So a while, many, many years ago, I worked on a rig and uh, the, the driller had taken a few weeks to go to Thailand and he came back with this story of what he called Bangkok jelly. And they were like those little twist apart in the middle, kind of freezy, you know, those plastic tubes. And uh, it was like freezy kind of jelly, you know, consistency, but it sure. wasn't frozen. Yeah. Comes back with a box of these things, gives them to the rig crew, and we all take these things. Well, we think we're going to have, you know, eight or ten more hours left in the shift of just sitting around making jokes with each other. Well, the company man comes up, says, whatever the problem is, we have to trip pipe. Well, that's a lot of work to be doing with a pitch tent, you know, when I was a derrick hand, so I had to put a five-point harness on and climb the derrick with a... As you're climbing the ladder, it's just like ding, ding, yeah, ding, 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 ding. Well, usually you can like kind of zip line down the ladder because you have a counterweight system, you know, assisting you. But uh, there was no way I was doing it that time. I would have burned the tip off on the, you know, <laughs> 70 foot. Uh, yeah, you just, know, it just down. threw off everything, so right? So have you experimented oh, yeah. with anything like that since? Uh, no, not, no, not since my younger and more frugal days. Actually, that was the only time, and it was no label, you didn't get it from me kind of stuff. Wow. He takes risks. Yeah. Gotta respect it. <laughs> that's it. I'm yeah, a risk like with other dudes while I'm. they're sitting around. <laughs> cool. <funny>. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, first, if, if my kids ever find these podcasts, I swear to God, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> oh, we'll be long gone and irrelevant by then. Totally. Yeah, so, uh, yeah you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. I uh, love the show, guys. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox got engaged where they met. We're asking you if you had to get engaged where you met, where that would be. Well, I got a story for you. Me and my uh, my wife just got married on January 1st. We met at a singles gala three years earlier, and I proposed to her at the exact same event one year later. You went to the singles gala? Yeah, we took a single buddy of mine, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes more sense. I was, I was like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are swiggers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations on the wedding. Thank you, thank you. Jackie wrote in saying, in a Fort Mac camp in the middle of the kitchen with an exploded grease trap. My now partner smelled of sewage and vomit. It was love at first sight. <laughs> We've been together since 2016. Wow, that would be a really romantic place to get engaged. Yeah, Aaron says, my high school best friend's mom's basement. Romantic. And probably like moldy and like kind of cold down there. Our good buddy Todd's on the phone from Todd's Mechanical. What's up, man? In a casino. Getting engaged at the casino. That'd be a gooder. Yeah, she gambled with my heart and won. Oh, that's so romantic. I was going to say, it's (laughs) like if you were going over to her house to do some plumbing work, that would be an interesting way to propose. Like, just put it in your butt cleavage. I've seen some uh, adult videos that start like that. (laughs) It's nothing like the real life. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. Sarah says, met my now husband on the dance floor at Union Hall. It's a great place to meet people. This was back in 2007 when it was crazy popular for us. That's actually the first place where I met you. That's right. We were at a DJ competition. 
our mutual friend. Yeah, and you were about to join the street team, and you came up, and your breath was horrible because you had just eaten a smoky. Well, they have really good hot dogs in the parking lot, and I know a lot of people have the patience to wait until they leave the bar, but I can't. I don't. <laughs> you get one on the way in. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I had, like, mustard stains <laughs> on my shirt. I was like, hey. <laughs> Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Do you like the DJ? Do you like Dijon Mustard? <laughs> Lee wrote in saying, I met the one girl who was looking for a relationship at Big Valley Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea said, at a bush party with a laughing emoji. I think that's cute because it's such a casual meet. Mm-hmm. And usually you're wearing something like a massive hoodie. You're drinking a beer. It's just there's less pressure. Yeah, it feels pretty party. real, I suppose. And you can ditch and just pretend you got to go pee in the bushes and then you, you're out of there. To get engaged there, though, it depends on where the bush party is, because I've been to some where it's like rough. You're pretty much partying in a dump. The one we partied at was called the <laughs> Boneyard and it was down by a river. But they called it that because they found a bunch of dead coyote carcasses <gasps> and like that's probably not a great place to party. Like something around there was killing these coyotes and we're like, yeah, let's party here. Anyway, that wouldn't be a great place to get engaged unless you're really into like coyote skulls and stuff. Mandy wrote in saying, (laughs) I met, you talked about that first too long. (laughs) Met my now husband playing slow pitch. You know, it's our job to speak, right? Yes, absolutely. No, I think you're doing great. Thanks. Uh, Kristen said, I met my husband on Facebook. Imagine if that's how you got engaged. He just made a Facebook status and tagged you in it. We met at the bar when I was serving him. But funny story was I served him for a while thinking he was cute. And then when we actually started talking was that ran into him at my neighborhood pub. Nice. Okay, that's so cute. Which which was super weird. I was like, hey, you're the hot guy I've been serving for the last two weeks. This time when you saw him, you had a couple drinks in you, so you were a bit more loose and you could be more honest with him, right? Oh, yeah. We stayed there until 1 a.m. and it was a work night. Then you served him in a different way. I definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) This Drake situation that's just come to light over the last 48 hours is a wild ride. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy conspiracies and stories about Drake, but this one takes the cake for the most wild. Okay, so he ended up going home with an Instagram model. Yeah, they were in a hotel room, though, so they weren't at his house. Okay, and uh, one thing leads to another, as it does. Yes. And he ends up knocking boots with her. Then he, after he's done, goes and disposes of his protection and does something to it to ensure that, I can't believe this is a thing, but she won't go in and then grab it from the trash bin and use it to impregnate herself. He pours hot sauce in his used protection. And so that's why this woman's so fired up, because she did go to the bathroom to retrieve it. To try to get pregnant. Yeah, and then it was like, it hurt her. And so he's somehow getting sued for this. It is the strangest story. I mean, I get it. I've been there. Uh, What do you mean? Well, just having ladies like just want to continue the the genetics that I possess. Give me that. Yeah. Uh, they want to have all my babies. Uh, so I've had to do some strange stuff like that. Do you, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you carry around <laughs> some Tabasco in your pocket when you go to the club? Because if that's what Drake is doing. Well, right. And especially after you make love, like, where is he carrying his hot sauce? Well, maybe he's got the packages that you get from Taco Bell. Yeah, but again. You, well, you they're small. 
Yeah, you, but usually you're nude when you're... Okay, but he had them in his hotel room already, in the bathroom. So in the bathroom, he just had some hot sauce. See, that would be a strange thing to see. He'd be like, why has he got hot sauce in the bathroom? What are you talking about? Everybody has hot sauce in their bathroom. <laughs> you don't eat tacos on the toilet? <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, the fact that she can do what she did. And then be mad at him. And then, like, I think it's brilliant what he's done. And he says he doesn't do it because he wants to hurt anybody. He just heard that it kills the your sperm rate like the hot sauce will actually kill it Mm -hmm. is that true though oh isn't there or are you just gonna have a really spicy snappy kid comes out (laughs) really sassy who loves tacos (laughs) here's how it works we each come up with a list of four things and they will bring you back to better days we promise you just let us know whose list hits you in the feels harder that person wins for the day, and uh, just by voting, you're qualified to win a gift cert to skip the dishes for Mustar and company as well. Are you ready? Always. Go ahead. Fruit roll-up, tongue tattoos. AOL free trial CDs everywhere. <laughs> Having a neon blow-up chair in your bedroom, but never actually using it because it wasn't comfortable at all. Everyone getting convinced the world was going to end when we hit 2000. It was such a mess. Do you remember the Y2K commercial for McDonald's? And it was a guy who had like a bunker in his basement, but the only thing that he had in there were French fries. It was a really good commercial. Spying on your parents when they had friends over, but not actually caring about any of their conversation because it was probably politics. (laughs) (laughs) Having lots of pocket space for phone numbers in your cargo pants. Being excited about only one home ec class in high school. The day you made banana muffins. And that spicy throat kick you'd get from Sunny D. Oh my gosh, I actually can taste it. Yeah, big time, right? That's crazy. Okay, who hit you in the feels more? You can vote by just texting in Ryder or Lisa, and just by voting, you're qualified to win a $50 gift card to skip the dishes thanks to Mustar and Company. Should we spitfire ours real quick in case people are just tuning in? Sure. Okay, you go first. AOL free trial CDs everywhere. (laughs) Being convinced the world was going to end when we hit 2,000. Pocket space for phone numbers in cargo pants because the ladies loved them. Okay. And that spicy throat kick you'd get from Sunny D. I just thought of a really good one for next week. I hope I don't forget it. Fruit roll up, tongue tattoos, neon blow up chairs in your bedroom that you never actually sat on, spying on your parents when they had friends over, and being excited about that one home at class where you made banana chocolate chip muffins. Jimmy Kimmel had a bit last night that I thought you'd find entertaining. So after the U.S. State Department advised against travel to Canada because of our rising numbers of COVID cases, he presented a PSA from Canada sent back. Because, like, we're actually trying to, you know, limit the spread a bit. We still have some things in place to to try to slow that down. The States is a free-for-all. And now all of a sudden they're saying, don't go to Canada. They don't got their ish together. Like, okay, at least we're counting the numbers. Right. You guys are just going for it. Anyway, so that's, I think, the motivation behind the PSA on Jimmy Kimmel's show last night. Canada, land of breathtaking natural beauty, vibrant cities, and the friendliest people on earth. Which is why we're kindly asking you to please stay the f*** out. Enjoy the awesome 
Rocky Mountains too, you know. Go stare at those instead. There's never been a better time to not come to Canada. Think of us as Canada. We need a break right now, eh? But we'll still send you syrup and the best hockey players and the occasional Sutherland. You folks can come on back when you start using common sense and the metric system. Canada, waiting to be discovered. Once you get your together. I'm Wayne Gretzky and I approve this message. What's the best driving tip you've ever received, especially with ugly conditions? Hit us up if you've got a suggestion, something that's worked really well for you in the past. I I got a tip once that I, I use a lot, actually. It's to think that you have a full glass of water on the dash mm. and you don't want to spill it when you're driving in slippery conditions because you don't want to overcorrect. That would spill the water. You don't want to slam on the brakes. Yeah. That would, you know, uh, spill the water. You don't want to pin it. As soon as you said glass of water on the dash, it just instantly makes me think of Jurassic Park when that cup of water starts to shake, <laughs> shake and they're yeah. like, what is that? So watch out for dinosaurs as well, yeah, exactly. obviously. Uh, what's your best driving tip? I don't know. Okay. I just, uh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Uh, oh, I actually remember in driving class, they said, if you're the first vehicle at a red light and it turns green, don't be the first to advance in case... Somebody coming from the opposite direction mm. isn't stopping, so which like, is like actually a very selfish thing to be told. <laughs> I'm willing to sacrifice <laughs> this person beside me. What a weird thing. But also, I guess, kind of smart. Richard had a great text saying when you're on ice and you're trying to break, but you slide and like really slide to the point where it's scary. Mm-hmm. Gently turn left and right on the wheel. That friction will help slow you down but always tends to turn more towards the right and thus the curb and not the center of the road. So just wiggle, almost wiggle back and forth. Yeah, but gently, yeah. yeah. And then also letting your right wheels clip the snowbank will slow you down in a dire situation. Yeah, those are heavy tips. Those are if things are going bad, which are important to remember as well. One time I was spinning out and I pulled the emergency brake. I don't know what I was thinking, but it was bad. I was in my dad's... Uh, four wheel. So then it like at least looked like you meant to do the yeah. aggressive slide. And I landed on the Meridian, like on a bridge. It was so that bridge in St. Albert on St. Albert Trail. That's kind of near the bubbles. If you know what I'm talking about. So had you been watching like Gone in sixty seconds, or what made you want to pull know. the e brake? I have no idea. I feel like the angel on my shoulder was messing with me that day. Like they were in a bad mood, so they were like, <laughs> "We're gonna mess with her." <laughs> And I just like stopped in the middle of the meridian and then slowly drove back onto the road. Nothing to see here. Good times. <sighs> Good times. Lighter and Lisa. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Play 107.